I said, hey, let's keep this backup webcam as a backup. It's exactly that. I have one of those, too, and, of and course, I don't know what these what, are for. Of course, what's the answer? No, it's just going to take up space. Take up space. We, don't need we don't need it. it. We and, are in the same conversations every day, and where, except I'm on the other end of it. And where are we right now? You know, that's exactly yeah. it. And uh, so I'm using and the, you. You put it on the kitchen counter and you go, I want you to look at this every day. And you say sorry, because you were going to throw this out. <laughs> that's what I do. Sorry. Yeah. You say, I'm sorry. I'm as sorry. If, I was about as to if waste it's your it. fault. And then you write an, a detailed Amazon review that says, I was going to throw this out. I had no use for it at all. To my surprise, several weeks later, while I was shooting my amateur porn, I needed the good camera. From there, my <laughs> my partner needed the other webcam, and therefore it helped. It's okay, but man, did it come in handy. Two, two webcams. Two webcams. See? Sometimes you need two webcams. Yeah, I got. Um, tell me, it. Tell me if you think these. I, I don't. I, I must be getting old, or just I'm cheap as fuck. But I'm looking up product reviews for weed killers. Okay. Because I'm trying to get uh, a bunch of weeds out of my lawn. Well, my backyard. They're sounding pretty fake. Um, well, I'll give you a quick read through, and you tell me if this sounds like someone would spend their time doing this. From Canada, aged 35 to 44, Wilson Wipeout Ultra worked incredibly well on all weeds that have started to spread up between my backyard and patio stains. A few squirts killed the weeds and stopped them from growing. I used to spend hours pulling up one by the roots, but Wilson Wipeout is a time saver and gets the job done at no time at all. No more sore back and knees. I can now enjoy the time lounging in my patio instead of clearing all the weeds. I used to, <laughs> I also used to use the Wilson Wipeout Ultra on all the wild greeds growing on my alongside my driveway, and it worked there too. The front of my house now looks presentable and well kept. I don't know. I think that might be a fake review. What it do you sounds, think? It sounds pretty fake, mainly because nobody is ever that enthusiastic about anything. And that's what I mean. Every single one of these reviews is like that. It's like I was about to kill myself before I found this. The weeds were so out of control. And then I found it, and now I have two beautiful kids and a wife. Like, this shit doesn't make sense. I followed the instructions and observed results within 24 hours. I, like, this is the stupid part. I applied around 11 p.m., temperature about 12 to 15 degrees Celsius. And the following day, temperature around 25 degrees Celsius. Some observations noted around 15 hours. Battery trigger was convenient and worked well. Recommend this product and suggest to follow the instructions provided on the bottle label. Five stars. Like, who's writing this? Well, what is the most detailed review you have, if anything, what is the most detailed review you have ever written? Let's go on Amazon and find out. See, because so you have written reviews before. I think it's important to write reviews, real reviews, because I check them every time I buy a product. Which you is, know what I mean? Exactly. No, which, which is a good point, right? It's uh, how are things supposed to get better if no one's writing reviews? It's like the little, when you're finished a Google meeting and it says, you know, five, you know, rate it on the scale one to five stars. If, every, if nobody rates it, they're not going to know if there was a, a glitch or something. Is there a way to look for what you... Like, um, like, a, like a My Reviews tab? I really don't yeah, know. Yeah, you, you'd think so, eh? Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. Um, I would say if I just go, like, I normally buy, or if I'm going to review something, it has to be over $50, I would say. Yeah. I think that's kind of a fair, like, barometer for 
reviewing things. If you're reviewing like, yeah, I bought several pencils online. You're, and you're like, these pencils worked exactly as anticipated. I at one point thought, wow, I don't have any pencils in the house. And next day with Amazon click to pay showed up at my door with such easy shipping and so quick. Unbelievable. Like that. I don't know, man. <laughs> you, you were amazed by <laughs> that. You were amazed by this seemingly cam. Yeah. I mean, I definitely write reviews on restaurants too. Oh yeah. Any, yeah, any, are, any scathing reviews or are they all pretty nor normal and nice? Um, I think they're all pretty good. I would say, like, I'm not the type of guy to do, like, a real bad review because the last thing I want is someone writing back and being like, you've never been to a restaurant. And then you get in an online argument. And next thing you know, it's just, it's a, oof, boy, no thank you. Right? No uh, thank I think, you. Uh, no thank you. Okay, let's read some of my reviews. Oh, perfect. Oh, this is fun. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Green Room Barbershop. I've tried several barbers in town, and Mike has become my guy. Best group in town. Highly recommend for your next cut. Two likes. Two years ago. Don't go to that hair place anymore. You don't. Why'd you stop? Too expensive. Okay. That's fair. Um, this one, because this guy asked me specifically for a review. Um, this one's a pretty... This, is, oh, this he almost said, seems he like said, a fake hey, review. He said, hey, reach out, review. Actually, he might not have. I think I just did it for him because he was really good to me. He was my Cairo. He said, working with Dr. Andrew Sauer to alleviate upper back... Uh, upper back tightness slash hip tightness from various sports. The first thing Andrew assured me was, is he didn't want to be a long-term repeat patient. Andrew was results-driven in order to ensure my pain was eliminated. By taking a scientific approach and examining root causes behind my specific ailment, Andrew took a deep dive into my treatment while continually providing clear explanations and thinking behind his efforts. I can happily say Andrew will be my preferred choice of practitioners if issues are to reemerge. Andrew was a phenomenal doctor and went far beyond the typical syndrome treatments to be a complete solutions provider. While Andrew's title is chiropractor, he was able to much, offer much more than any physiotherapist I've ever worked with. The clinic was always professional on time and also offered direct billing. Fantastic experience. That's a not deep bad. One. That's not bad. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. Um, some simple ones. Sushi stars. Second, second favorite sushi place in KW. <laughs> <laughs> Still four stars. Quick service, solid meal, a little pricey. Um, Cafe Pyrus, four stars. Didn't blow my hair back, but coffee was all right. Lancaster Smokehouse, would rate a six if I could. Four stars. <laughs> wow. Um, so you've reviewed no, a, five, you've sorry. reviewed a lot of shit. I'm a local guy. I'm a, I'm a level five local guy. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. So you're one of those people with the stars who I'm always like, I'm, how did they get that? Yeah. Um, here's probably my worst one. Okay. Two stars. Aaron, Paradise Farms, Prime Beef Bistro Aaron. Overpriced, long wait, bad french fries, good atmosphere. Two stars. And what I like about that review is that it kind of encapsulates a lot of different things, right? It's kind of like, hey, you know, the, uh, the atmosphere was great. But I cannot review that separately from the quality of service. So you yeah. kind of lay it all out and then you let the viewer uh, make up their own mind. You know, the viewer's yeah. like, hey, you know, they gave it a two out of five. Why? They, well, you know, hey, I, I don't care much for atmosphere. So if I don't like atmosphere, that means I probably would have given it a one. So I, I just realized that I had a, a big people are going to think I'm fake now. Uh, I have a review from five years ago from So Chic Hair Studio saying best cuts in Waterloo. No one's going to believe me anymore. No one's going to believe me. I'm a liar. How can I say best cuts in Waterloo at two separate places? Unless the other one says Kitchener. 
I would love it if somebody uh, did call you out on your bullshit there. I would yeah. love that personally. Yeah, I, I would like if someone got a hold of me like, excuse me, I noticed that you get haircuts at two different places claiming they're both the best. Who are you working for and how much are they paying? Yeah, can you please clarify which is actually the best? Um, anything like that. Anything, any, any, yeah. any help? Jesus. Yeah, I know what you mean. So I, I got quite a few reviews, quite a few photos online too. I like the photos too. God. I took one of the first ever photos of the uh, barbershop because I was there the first day it opened. It has 88,000 views. That one photo? Yeah. So is that single-handedly probably the most important thing you've ever done? Easily. Easily. I can't, no question. I can't think of a way. That is possibly the only way that you've affected the lives of 80 whatever thousand people. Uh, easily. That, uh, probably the most important thing I'll ever do. Here's another one. Ooh. Uh, you'll get a kick out of this one. Okay, let's see it. Photos of Connor and Shane shooting pool. 3,000 views. Now, that's a classic. I've seen that in your uh, kind of photo loop there you have going on your television. As has every person who's ever visited the break room. Are you still doing that? Are you still doing that uh, that photo loop thing? Yeah, it's always on the TV. Is that Shane down there? God, they look so young. I know, they're just babies. I mean, this, this is from... Probably 2015? Ooh, something like that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they both look incredibly young there. God, do you They're think you look old? Do you think you look older? I look jacked. That wasn't the question. <laughs> uh, do I look older? Also, I mean, I finally bud, got facial if any, hair. If anything, you look jilled. If anything. Oh, fuck. I'm a bitch. Yeah. Um, I definitely got more facial hair, which is big. My jaw kind of... Got a little thicker, which is nice. Shoulders built out. Yeah. Facial hair definitely helps a lot. Yep. When you can only grow like a shitty mustache, that's tough. Like now I got the cheeks, the and I don't have a thick neck beard, which is good. So I can grow stubble kind of permanently until I'm like 50 where you start looking homeless. And then I'll kind of trim her down. So yeah, I mean, I can grow stubble for the next 30 years. You're you you're gonna stop event because you're fifty when you look homeless. Who is it? That is that is that your dad telling you that information? I thought that was your dad telling me that information. No, my dad started trying to grow a beard when he hit like fifty five for the very first time, and it was incredible. Nice. Yeah, I think. Well, hopefully, like my dad, like a good nineties father, he had a mustache. Yep. Yeah, as um, you should. As as one glasses should. too. Glasses. Uh, no, I don't think he had glasses, but he he, he wears his shades. My dad has gone through hundreds of pairs of sunglasses throughout his lifetime. My dad will do this, okay? So he has a hat just like you, so brim forward. He'll yeah. put the glasses on top of the hat. Always losing. Classic fashion, right? Glass on top of the hat. And then immediately hit about 35 knots on the boat. Forget the hat and glasses are there, and then they flip up. My dad has gone through more Dallas Cowboys hats uh, than most people go through in their entire lifetime. But no, so my dad mustache never grew a beard because he could never connect. That's always the hardest part for any facial hair growers and all you tweens out there listening to the podcast. It uh, will happen to you one day. It will happen, unless it won't. Unless it won't, and then it will and never. And I have maybe said this on the show before where they say, you know, all those kind of, oh, um, yeah, you know, the more you shave, the thicker it will grow back. And that is 100% nonsense. Not true. My stepbrother, great kid, cannot grow a lick of, it's not in his genes. He cannot grow facial hair. I could never shave, and he could shave every single day. And guess who would have thicker, who guess who would have more? 
Me yeah. every time. Yes, it. You know, gen- it's it's just like lifting weights. It's just like lifting weights, Cam. If the jeans aren't there, it's not gonna happen. Or you yeah, know, I prefer f- wearing shorts to the gym, but <laughs> zing. Um, oh yeah. God. <laughs> oh God. That I turned my mic away and ref- <laughs> as a refusal to respond to that. Let's kick it. Continuing tonight on two season of pop. 96.7 on your Two season a pot, 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 two season a the Shoot Brothers. What are you running a separate podcast? I don't know about. It's the, it's the Shoot Brothers on 97.7. It's your morning wacky ready though. Holy I smokes. have I, I started a drive time uh, morning show uh, on WKRP. It exclusively yeah. airs in Cincinnati. Nice. Um, Headed there I, in two weeks. And I kind of remote in uh, a Cincinnati. Some some say I'm a Cincinnati ten. Or an LA three. My name is Cameron Osborne, <laughs> and I'm here. Uh, his name is Cam Leclaire. Yeah, and uh, I would say Cincinnati eleven and um, a New York one. That that's that, that, about, that, that that's probably same, checks out, yeah. right, Cam? You would crush, crush. If Headed you, down there in two Cincinnati. weeks. We're gonna see. We're gonna see what I can, you know, what I can pull from the gutters. Well, they do call it the Sin City. I think they call it. Cincinnati. No, they call it the Sin City. Uh, <laughs> the Cincinnati. Yeah, it's close. It's, it, is, uh, it is pretty close. I think I'm actually headed to Cleveland, which I don't think is that close to Cincinnati. Um, I think it's probably like a here to you know London type of distance. Remember, here things in London? the states are a lot closer together uh, than we perceive them to be. Um, yeah. you know, to, uh, apparently to- Columbus, not close to Cleveland. It could be Four like hours, opposite, opposite end of the thing or whatever, but even yeah. like three hours. Like that's the, the thing, the thing they call a province, whatever it is. They call it a state, I believe. Yeah. Um, Cam, we are ramping up here, probably back to uh, back to our weekly schedule. I believe our Monday morning drive time um, yeah. uh, operation. One of my um, U.S. Uh, reps or like uh, people that I work with, they called me on Friday and they're like, Hey, I'm sorry to hear about your queen. Are you guys like all torn up? I'm like, we had to take the day off. The whole country shut her down. Or at least I did. (laughs) At least that's (laughs) what I told my boss. Um, Well, yeah, you know, that's one of these things. It is, it it is interesting. We have some friends who are uh, in Scotland. They work in, they live and work in Scotland. And haven't heard back from them yet, or maybe we did. I just didn't get the memo. Uh, but when whatever her husband is, Philip, when he died, they Charles. got like no, that's no, no, that's it's Philip. The yeah, son. that's the Philip, new king. Yeah, Philip was Charles, new king. Philip's dead. Yeah, Philip's dead. Oh, um, Philly. Uh, he, when he died, I think he died last year in 2021 at some point. Yeah. Um, they got like two days off work. 
Oh, man, they must get two months off for this I, guy. S- I heard that there was going to be 10 days of mourning in the UK. Now, I'm not sure if that means that everything shuts down for 10 days or if that is kind that of like the designated period. However, um, uh, these friends of ours, they work government jobs. Uh, so I can only assume that they will not be working for the next uh, oh, boy. Probably, a, probably the rest man. of the week. Probably Monday through I gotta, Friday. I got to request that. I got to request that at my work. I go, guys, I don't know how I'm going to work. Me and the queen, we go back 70 years. What are we going to do for money now? Who do you want to put on it? You get one choice. Yeah. I'm going Mario Lemieux. I'm going Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry. That's a good choice. Good choice. Okay. And Mario Lemieux, great choice also. Thank you. Thank you. So now we're going to the coins. We got Kyle Lowry and Mario Lemieux. Who our, do you our, want on our toonie? On the toonie? Um, uh, this may be, um, this may be, uh, f- fuck, that's tough. Because it has to be somebody good enough, like, who's the better of the coins. Okay. Who's the here's best? My, here's my guess. Here's my guess, or my choice. Ken Dryden with the mask. With a mask so on. So you just see them with the mask on. That's pretty good. Uh um, I mean, we could pick, like, you know... Um, the people who made it insulin, but I think we already have a coin for them. Yeah, what about uh, what about a good Canadian like? Uh, how about um, how about uh, on the loony? Yeah, one for this. How about the loony? How about it's Kiefer Sutherland with a bottle of Jack Daniels in his hand? Okay, but we can't have Jack Daniels. Maybe like um, Georgian Bay whiskey. Georgian Bay whiskey, Ka- not whiskey. Kiefer but Sutherland you can't have like a- does not drink clear liquor. He only drinks <laughs> and drives off of dark liquor, Cam. Okay, do we have any Canadian dark liquor we can do? Collingwood, maybe? I feel like that's not popular enough. No. Jameson? No, Jack, no. we can't do Jack Daniels. It's American. But, you know, it's the sentiment which matters. It's the sentiment which matters. Yeah, the money, uh, maybe. I don't know. I'm, I use, call me crazy, I use card, baby. I'm using card. Yeah, you don't support the economy. The only time, the the only time (laughs) I use cash, (laughs) the only time I uh, coins specifically even is when I go to the bank once every couple months and ask for rolls of loonies and quarters so I can do laundry. That is the only time that I uh, interact with change. Uh, usually there's a Jamaican place up the road for me that does cash only and kind of, I'll just take the change and leave it in their little tip jar because the place, nice. the place is fucking great. And, um, you know, you gotta support though. Yeah. There, I, only other time I need it is garage sales too. Cause they don't seem to like, uh, you know, debit or ether. They don't like the um, e-transfer. They no the ether, like when I'm sending them Bitcoin or different types of crypto. They don't like that. Um, I did manage to find a nice shovel and a hat at a garage sale the other day. You I told me, like but you told $5. me about the hat. You did tell me about the hat. Did I? The Coors Light one. Yeah, yeah. The shovel was a good one because now I'm going to use that to trim my whole lawn. You know when you see like you walk past a driveway or a lawn or a walkway and it has like the very trimmed lawn. Well, yeah, Cam. I believe I it's um it's it's, it's one of the things that you used to love doing when you were in high school. I believe it's called edging. Edging, yes, edging. Love doing that still today. Uh, yeah, so doing a lot, lot of edging today. You just um, came off a fresh edge, actually. Fresh edge, Sp- fresh. sweat beating down yeah. from the bri- from the brim of your hat. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a day. Uh, so that and, and some weed killing today is kind of the plan. That's fantastic news. Well, what a great way yeah. to spend these last kind of few weeks of uh of summer, dare I say? Yeah. Wow. What? What? Isn't there? Give me the artist. End of summer. Something Canadian artist. End of summer. Come on. 
end of summer. It's like at the end Brian. of the summer. No, Still's no, no. It's like, it's like Brian something. On a paper bag. Do do do. Okay, I can think of I can think of the boys of summer. I can think of boys the of end summer. Of, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's by Don Henley. Uh, Don Henley's the, who I was thinking. Uh, one of the founding members of the Eagles, famously a not Canadian group. Ah, my bad. There's also End of the Summer by Alec Benjamin, as well as End of the Summer by Theory of a Dead Man. But uh, we're not going to listen to I remember today. the day. It was the, end, was of the end of the summer. Just yeah, like that. I don't, I don't think that's it, but it might be. You left me to remain with all those edging to do. Edging and edging and edging and edging and edging and edging. Did you, did you hear about the uh, the the full WWD, WWE mode that the UFC went on yesterday? Um, I, 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 not entirely. There was like a fight backstage, and then they had to move around some main event statuses, and yeah, pretty much it. There was a fight backstage. The headliner got into like a yelling match with another guy. He ends up kick front kicking him in the chest. Big brawl emerges, and then he goes to weigh in and is like eight pounds over. I heard that the other. And then the main event, his uh, opponent was like, you're cheating. I'm not going to fight you. You're way overweight. So that bouts off. And then the UFC now has to go into like <laughs> just scramble. We'll be like, all right, well, w- w- the train has to go. We just have to figure out who's going to be the conductor. So they better, they must just back up a Brinks truck full of money and say, hey, do you see that over there? You are going to fight tomorrow. How does that sound? And we will unload the back door for you. So they paid someone a lot of money because now there is a main event with Nate Diaz and Tony Ferguson. And then the guy who missed weight is also fighting against the guy that he front kicked yesterday. So full WWE mode. Fantastic. Wow. It's almost like if a company has... Has the uh, that has the immediate availability of cash flow? It's almost as if they should be paying their employees that regular amount of cash flow instead of saving it for an emergency. And not a union, right? If this was in boxing, that would never happen because you have the Ali Act. Well, did you hear that uh, um, about the all elite wrestling post media scrum that occurred? Tell me about it. Starring one uh, uh, who I believe his official UFC record is 0-1-1, the chick magnet punk, CM Punk himself. Um, after they had a pay-per-view on the long weekend, and then after the um, event, they were doing like, you know, a, a post-show a post uh, show scrum for all the media where he went into business for himself and for no apparent reason that like no no apparently logical reason just started shit talking the uh like the vice presidents of the company other professional wrestlers within the company uh for 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 and no one's really sure why he did this and then after uh after the event or after the uh, media scrum the guys who were talk shit to they made their way over to his locker room, a fight ensued, and CM Punk was stripped of the world championship because he is indefinitely suspended, if not just completely let go. Nobody really knows what the hell is happening. It is fucking bizarre. Do you think it's a McMahon uh, doing, or do you think it's independent of him? Vince Vince McMahon has nothing to do with all elite wrestling. That's what you think. And also, Vince McMahon has nothing to do with worldwide wrestling either. That's what you think. Wait, is he (laughs) not? I'm pretty sure. Oh, no, they. Wait, uh, they who am uh, I thinking of? I'm thinking Vince McMahon. No, is you he are, the one who got. Yeah, you are thinking okay, Vince I've McMahon. Got the right name. 
Yeah. You are thinking Vince but McMahon. He got in a little bit of trouble for maybe, you know. Yeah, for, for using approximately $18 million of company money to pay off women. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, he Hey, has, at he, least he's paying his fighters. He has nothing to, yeah, <laughs> barely. He has nothing to do with the company anymore. Uh, so he's completely out. Yeah, and you can tell that based on what has happened within the company since he's been gone. Uh, it's kind of like Triple H went back on like 20 of this of Vince McMahon's decisions and has made everything. Wait, who's who's running it now? Triple H now. What? Yeah. Holy, I missed the news. Triple on this H one. and then Stephanie McMahon. Yeah, like the two of them are like spearheading this together. Uh, yeah, and WWE is better than it's been in fucking. Months, really? months, 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 and months, and months, and months, and months. Like top down, like top to down, like top down of the card. You know, from eight p.m. to eleven p.m. on Monday nights, the show is fucking consistent. Yeah, they have a lot of uh, singing dance routines. You know, a lot can, of dance can, routines. Can you do that? Can 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 you do that? Can can. What's better about it? Like just better drama, better fights, better, better matches. Yeah, better matches, less stupid shit. Um, Vince McMahon oh. was very stuck in like a. It's funny. It's a joke. The joke is he farted. That's a funny joke. Where Triple H is like Triple H real knows that stupid shit is stupid. People want to watch wrestling on a wrestling show. So a normal episode of Monday Night Raw used to have like ten matches in three hours. Yeah. So not every match can get the attention that it deserves, right? You have random matches that last for thirty-five seconds. Some that last for a minute, some that last for maybe 10 minutes. But now Triple H will have like six matches on a three-hour card, which means that matches might be, you're gonna you're guaranteed to at least get a 20-minute match. 20-minute matches mean that you can tell a fucking story in that match. You can have the ebbs and the flows, the backs and the forths. It's not just immediately like done. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So Okay, so the other three promotions, there's WWE, there's Next NXT is NXT is like the WWE Farm League. Okay, and then there's a there's there's a bunch of wrestling promotions, but were they all Vince McMahon? Uh no, no, no. So what happened was back in like the seventies, uh wrestling was like specific to a territory. Right, so okay. picture like picture like kind of like the New England states, you know, the like the uh, northeast part of the United States. That was like a wrestling promotion existed there. And then there would be one that existed in the South and then the Midwest, all these sorts of things, right? It was geographically located just due to travel and ability to promote. Right. Right. So what Vince McMahon did was buy all of those and put them together. He, okay. he, is, so. he is the first corporate, he is the corporate conglomerate of, he is the Walmart of professional wrestling. Nice. Right, nice. he bought them all because he established like a TV deal. Bought all of the promotions so he could have their video libraries, their history, and their performers, and then used his leverage with the TV deals to make this whole new thing. Uh, and that's how that got started. Yeah, he's the Walmart of professional wrestling, which is both good and bad because we love the convenience of Walmart, but we hate how they greet you at the door. I don't. I mean, I I never go to Walmart, so it's not something that I know you have one close to you, so you attend it quite frequently. Yeah, I, I don't like going there, but you know, sometimes when you need to get uh, beer band aids and salad, there's no better option. I mean, I guess. I mean, first of all, I would have a few questions to that. For one, 
Um, beer, high calories. What are you thinking, Cam? Uh, two, I'm trying to get big. Cam, we know this. I struggle with putting on enough weight, and all you do is shoot me down. You see me have a piece of bread, and you're like, carbs are the enemy, Cam. Carbs, carbs are the carbs enemy. Carbs are not the enemy. Beer's the enemy. Two, band-aids. Suck it up, princess. Fucking bleed out like a man. Okay? Um, and then finally, what was the third thing that you needed? Beer, band-aids, uh, salad. and salad. And who, who's buying a salad? You just said yourself you want to get big. What, you're going to offset the salad by drinking beer so you can make up your caloric intake? Who the fuck are you? Oh, listen. Eat real food. Boy, we're into one of these, eh? We're in. So what, I God damn it, we are into one of these. All right, so I'll go to the local farm around here and just say, can you can you cut me up? Don't even bother. Just give me the cow, take off the legs, wipe the ass. If Liver home, King wouldn't fridges. eat it, I won't eat it. Yeah. Speaking of Liver King, um, there's a guy at your gym doing steroids with the same shoes as you. <laughs> oh, yeah, steroids guy. Uh, the guy the guy on steroids is uh, doing, um, he, has, he has the exact same pair of shoes as me. Do you guys was, talk about I it? That was pretty cool. No, I've never talked to... So this guy, um, he has like, so he's juiced, but he shows up to the gym with like a couple buddies who are not juiced, right? They're just at the gym. They're in, you know, they, they're, they're strong, but you know, I would never be like, you, you guys are in incredible, unachievable shape. But then over the past like month, maybe month and a half, these three guys have been bringing more friends every week. Oh, just a posse. So, so now it's, I think, I think maybe the most they ever got to was like six dudes. And it's like six of them. But the thing is, they all do the same day. Like they're all doing leg day together. They're all doing arms. They're all doing push. So Are these the ones who like uh, spot each other? Spot each other like on really... squats. Yeah. Yeah. And, or, and like... Uh, and yeah, so now there's kind of like six of them rolling around, which I have no problem with, but the gym isn't big enough for six dudes to be occupying these like large spaces station, at the same time, yeah. right? So like if they kind of use, you know, you know, if, if six guys are trading off doing whatever on benches or something, right? That's two benches. The gym has like five benches. So it's kind of like, great. You guys are now using almost like, you know, half the shit we have here. I'm not. Yeah, gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna complain though. You know. Yeah. I like. It's like at least it's getting it's getting used. It's not like <laughs> it's getting yeah. used. I like it when the gym is really busy because it forces me to like think on my feet and have to use what is available at the time. Um, yeah. I like that idea of muscle confusion almost. Like I'll never switch if like if I'm doing a push day, I'll never get to the gym and tell myself like psych, you're doing pull. But I yeah. will like, you know, if you get to the gym and let's say you wanted to start off with a bench press, but that is not available, it is a very quick like, okay, what can we do now to keep ourselves going? And then you might have a plan, like I'm gonna do dips after this set, but by the time you're finished your set that both dip machines are taken and you're like, okay, now what am I doing instead? I do like that element of having to think on your feet, but I can certainly understand how other people might not. Here's the ultimate <laughs> muscle confusion. Set up for the bench press, lower, down, or back up, and then you bring your whole body up. Now your abs are engaged and your shoulders, and then you stand up for the overhead squat, bring it down all the way up, but then you make it look like, oh, I don't have it. Drop the weight into a deadlift, drop the deadlift, big row, one rep. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So what you're saying is the ultimate fuck you move. Yeah. Your body's just like, no, we're getting injured. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be an injury today, fellas.
Yeah, what did you warm up with? That? <laughs> That's my warm up, yeah. I have, well, see, yeah. and that's thing. I work a physical, I work a manual physical labor job. So oftentimes by the time I get to the gym, I am warm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> like, you know, like I hadn't been working for probably about an hour at that point when, I, when I'm in transit. But like my muscles are engaged already. So my warm up is always the exact same thing when I get to the gym. Uh, and I wonder if people have noticed. Yeah, I mean, my, my gym definitely knows because I'm the only person that uses the sled on leg day. Oh, so okay. I just like yeah. drag around the sled back and forth for like five minutes. My warm up and... is exactly this, and I quote, okay? Go up All to right. the rack. Yeah. Take your barbell. Some shoulder presses, right? Slow. Yeah. Let's keep myself engaged. Nice and slow. Then I will bend over and start rowing at about okay. a 45 degree angle. Then I will bend over more and do a few slow pendulum rows. Then <laughs> I will move myself over, same bar, haven't dropped it, to a straight leg deadlift. That's it. If I'm benching, I will then put it down, practice bench, or if I'm squatting, I will then squat. But that is my four go-to movements for uh, stretching. Good. Just because I'm already kind of warm uh, by the time I get there. <clears throat> Okay, so we're a little bit. I like doing a little more dynamic, so I might start with a little skipping to kind of get like heart rate up a little bit. Do some band work, do some like rotational work, and then move into the barbell to actually get some light work. <coughs> yeah, okay, then, yeah. See, that's the thing. You know, I do my sled work when I put a pump truck inside of one of these, you know, units I have at work that weigh about fifteen hundred pounds, and I you just shouldn't pull talk about women that way. <laughs> <laughs> you mean my dump truck? Uh, yeah, I put my pump truck in a unit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what I call it. But, all right. By the way, guys, did you know that I'm a I'm a jerk now? I don't know if I told you that. <laughs> Me and Andrew Tate are big buddies. Yeah. Um, I got a matching. Ta Me and Tate have matching tattoos. Uh, yeah. he, he he got it from me. I didn't get it from him. <laughs> Let's play a game for you, Cam. I've got a I've got a good one lined up here. We're gonna play a little March Madness. Oh, I haven't played this one in a while. We have not and played this one in a while. September edition. September edition involving the uh, intricate science of bracketry, uh, plus a little, uh, a little fun. So, um, Cam, we are nigh forty-five-ish days away from uh, what can only be dubbed the wedding of the year. I'm not going to call 32. it. I'm not going to call it wedding of the century because I've been to some bad. Actually, I've been to some good ass weddings this year too. I, so I hesitate to even call. I, hey, I was just at a wedding this past Shut week. I was at a up. wedding this past weekend on Friday. Had a great time. I was at a wedding. Uh, this is my. It's your wedding okay, will be yeah. actually your wedding will be the fifth wedding of the year. I'm going to one next weekend too. Uh, so big shoes to fill. However, your big day is coming. And although I know that both yourself, Shannon, your planner, the venue has planned for every single thing to be perfect, there are always an infinite amount of things that can go wrong, Cam. So here's what we're going to do. We are going to play a what's the worst thing that could happen on your wedding day, March Madness. Okay. The okay. old... Uh we we call this the uh, the Shannon nightmare. Yeah, we're 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 calling it the uh yeah we're calling it the the Shannon nightmare or the uh, debacle dreamscape. Let's hear it. Okay, Cam. So remember, we're picking the worst things that we think can happen. I'm gonna pre pre present you a okay. bunch of bad things. You're gonna pick which one is the worst. Number okay. one. Uh, halfway through dinner, the power goes out. Okay. Okay. And when I say goes out, I mean goes out. It's not coming Black, back on. Blackout, yeah, blackout. Or, for some reason, 
One of the two of you cannot walk down the aisle. Ooh. Um. Okay. Can I qualify it? Yeah. Um. Uh, the floor is now open for questions. When the if I can't walk down the aisle, can someone get me down the aisle? Okay, and can I stand at the end of it? Uh, yeah, yeah you can. Yeah, you can stand, but it's going to have to be some kind of wheelchair, crutches, yeah, type of situation. <clears throat> okay, so I'm going to go with the worst one of the two. While I do like the lights being out because we have candles, so to kind of like change the atmosphere, right? You'd be like. I guess we're going to do this acapella style and like some people will be super bummed out, but you're like, we can definitely make the best of this. So I'm not like, I'm kind of okay with that. If that happens, you're like, it's a change in plans. You know, speeches are going to have to be quiet, but um, we'll make this work. And the candles, unless like venues, like we have to shut everything down and no music would kind of suck too. But yeah, you know what? Now that I say that no music would definitely blow unless someone has a little Bluetooth speaker, but then you need like a big Bluetooth speaker. Um, on the other hand, I, maybe I'm just such an optimist, Cam. I see the the beauty of both sides of this. The other side of it is when I hear that I'm going to not be able to make it down the aisle or, or Shannon, you look her heroic when you do make it down. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. you, you have a crippled leg and you have to hopscotch it or your dad has to kind of give you the shoulder down, but you're like, I'm fucking making it. I'm fucking making it for you. Yeah, you're seeing right? it as like a saving private ride. Triumphant. Uh... Incredible, right? You're like, oh no, he can't make it. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is like- This is where whew, men are made. They, this is where right movies here. are made. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so I'll have to go ahead and say the music going off, or sorry, mostly the music. Just general power. Power. Power yeah. off is probably worse. Uh, I think the power outage is the only way. I mean, I know all the words to Never Hung Over Again, so I feel as though the power off is uh, ideal for me also because I can just Perfect. sing it all. Um, okay, um, so second uh, second matchup here of the first round. The caterer cancels at the last minute, and I mean day of. Hey, we can't give you food, bud. Or after the officiant asks if there anybody in this room who objects to this union please speak now or forever hold their peace an ex-boyfriend of shannon barges into the room professing his love for her okay um caveat to that our officiant is told not to say those words okay um yeah then at some point maybe it's at some point so at in some the, point yeah i get the, in the ceremony process yes yeah, that they come in, they're like Shannon. Now, did you I, request I that? Because, now, did Shannon? Did you guys request that because Shannon's scared that somebody might come and do that? It was actually the officiant who was like, "I don't like doing that." It's antiquated. Like, Why? Yeah, yeah. It's antiquated. It's like you know, we're he, he's like. Instead, we'll say like together. Um, let's all say how we do appreciate. Oh these yeah, two. and then everybody says we do. We do. Yeah, yeah exactly. And Cam's like, I don't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably, right? <laughs> yeah, you're like, Shannon. <laughs> I go, Shannon. I, I, I do in, in a in a uh, bad Ozzy Osbourne style impression. I uh, say, Shannon. Yeah. Uh, so that one's pretty bad because that definitely uproots it. Yep. Uh, Cater day of. I think it's fixable, but very difficult. Not really that fixable though, because I think you can like. You're, like your morning's ruined. I'll, I would just tell Shannon, "Hey, you do you. Me and the groomsmen will figure this out. It's not going to be good, but the train's going to keep rolling, UFC style, right?" <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. 
Yeah, you just you you you're like, all right, we have five people in this room. Sit down, get your phones out, and you call every person you can, and we're gonna make this happen, right? You yeah. might end up with Subway. Every person might end up on Subway. Everyone like, gets Subway. No, that's not a bad yeah. idea. You you yeah. you would actually I think prefer that. I wouldn't mind a lot cheaper. Um, <laughs> um, I'm gonna go ahead and say though the the caterer canceling that definitely dampers it. A lot of people do look forward to the food at the wedding. The person at the again person shows up. I get to rip off the suit jacket and be like, "Don't worry, baby, take care of this," and just fucking throw a nice big high kick, and the whole crowd <laughs> cheers. And I go on top of the cage, Leon Edwards style, and say, "Look at me now! Look at me now!" Right, because there is going to be a cage in a style where a Jewish couple would get married on a hopa. You are uh, you kind of have a UFC octagon, octagon around, yes. and then you guys are you guys are being locked in the octagon. Right, and, and Bruce Buffer's coming. You, and now, yeah, and, and you see, and you said officiant, but in reality, you can break the secret now. It's Herb Dean. You know it, yeah. <laughs> you got him. You got Herb Dean. Yep. Uh, okay, next matchup here. Um, uh, here we go. Uh, the venue burns to the ground the day before. Or all of your parents can't make it. Hmm. Now this is a bad. This is a tough. This is a tough matchup. A tough one. Yeah, this is a tough one. What's the reason they can't make it? Uh, uh, uh n- not non-specific. Just you okay. are informed that all four of them will not be able to attend. Okay, so, hmm, I should probably bring this up with my parents too because I think they are putting themselves at a little bit of risk where that could happen. I told them, I'm like, hey, I'm not coming for Thanksgiving this year because that's really stupid of me the weekend before to get together with a bunch of family a week before our wedding. Fair. And they're like, that's ridiculous. Like, why wouldn't you come? Like, why would you? And I'm like, because <laughs> me and Shannon are the only people who like have to show up to the wedding. Everyone else, it's a, it's not great. But <laughs> you know what they say? The train has to keep moving forward, right? Just and like, we're, yep. the, we're the conductors. Okay? Yep. They got a little bit butthurt about this. They were like, I don't, I don't know why you're doing this. doesn't make any sense. Um, now I'm thinking about it. I go, shit, why the fuck are you hosting people for Thanksgiving? That's dumb. That's pretty dumb. So I'll be pretty pissed off if they host, they catch COVID. I might just say, you, you get your ass down. I don't care how bad you feel. Um, other option is the whole place burns down. Yep. I'm going to have to say that's worse because there's not really a good alternative to that. I mean, it's not like you're in a busy area where you could kind of like, oh, can we last minute rent out a bar? Um, I mean, you could rent out a bar or something like, but like still not like the day before. You know, be like, oh, yeah. Could you drop everything you're doing today and host? No, not going to happen. So probably should have a conversation with my parents and be like, hey, you know how I'm not going to Thanksgiving because... That's really dumb. Maybe you shouldn't either. Maybe you shouldn't host a giant party a week before your son's wedding. Oh, you're worried Just about you're thought. worried about COVID. Oh, you certainly oh, do. If one of them catch sorry, COVID, sorry. Yeah. I, I, okay, I know. I wasn't even thinking about that. I thought you were just like. Dad, I'm not going to go see you when I'm going to see you in four days. <laughs> I thought it was. Oh, no, no, see, I don't care about that. I, that's what I would say. Oh, I would be like, guys, I'm going to see you next weekend. Let's just skip this one. <laughs> no, no. My thought is like, yeah. I thought COVID was I over. Mean, I thought it was too. But I mean, like, if if it's, you know. Yeah, understand. There's a few, few, a few, few 
sometimes you just can't really take that risk. I've been wide open every other time, but when I know I have a very thing where I can't miss it, you got to be a little more careful than that. Okay. Call so, me crazy. So we're going with uh, venue burns or parents? Venue burn down. Parents miss it. I'm blaming them. Good. Venue burns down. I'm going to be pretty pissed. Everyone gets Your final matchup of the first round. The night of the wedding. During dancing. The food makes everybody sick. Ooh. Everybody. Both ends. Or through some, uh, you know, while walking around, turning a corner, catching the edge. Shannon's dress rips from the waist down. Oh, boy. Yes. I never said this was going to be easy. Uh, that one is pretty easy to me. That's a pretty quick fix, right? We're not finding a wedding dress. We'd be like, hey, we'll go find something, right? Everyone else enjoy the party. We'll take care of you. Uh, the train's left the station at that point, Cam, right? We can still keep this thing moving. Everybody gets sick. The train is stopped. We're, the party's over. No one's happy. The bathrooms are consistently full. Yeah, I think that's easily the worst thing that could happen. Food makes everyone sick. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So then... Have you seen that? Um, No, I've never seen that, no. Okay. Uh, okay, so now we're off to our second round matchup. We remember what all the categories are. So in our matchup here, we have the power goes out for the whole venue or the caterer cancels last minute. Um... It has to be caterer, right? Because I think food is a very important part of a wedding. The lights going off would suck. We can still kind of work around it. No food is definitely going to be a tough one to overcome in like four hours. Okay. Very much so. Next up, venue burns to the ground or the food makes everyone sick? Oh, man. They're both just absolute party ruiners. One, the party doesn't get started. One, the party never finishes. I mean, the whole idea was that this March Madness is party ruiners. <laughs> Yeah, what, yeah, the, oh, man. This one is easily the hardest one. Is it? Do you want to have to call a hundred people and say, "Hey, we're gonna have to reschedule"? <laughs> oh, actually, now that I think about it, that is a better option to be like, "Burn down, cancel everything, rescheduled six months out." Okay, we're we're gonna have to do that. There's, we don't have that option. Everybody gets sick. That one is. Your lasting memory is everyone got Everyone sick. will remember your yeah. wedding as the one where they had explosive diarrhea. Right. Yeah, so I'm out on that one. I don't I think that's worse. Which sets up a showdown that I was hoping would happen down to our final matchup. The caterer cancels the day of or the caterer shows up but they make everybody vomit <laughs> and shit liquid. And I think that might be a decision they have to make, too. <laughs> <laughs> they realize, like, all right, guys. Like, okay, are we showing up and making everyone yeah. shit themselves? Everyone's going to get sick, or we just have to make that bad, painful call. We'll just skip yeah. this one. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I don't know, man. Like, we can't really skip it. We'll burn our name. It's like, we're going to burn our name if we show up with a bunch of food that's going to make everyone sick. You're like, <laughs> but we showed up. Um, <laughs> boy, oh, boy. Um, I just don't know how we could overcome it. Like the, uh, there's much, yeah, I don't know what to do if they, they call them like, we can't do it. We cannot do it. But I, I, 
I think there'd be some way around it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think there's a solution. Versus everyone getting sick, I'll never, ever, ever, ever live that down. No. If, like, the food caterer doesn't show up, we have probably one option in the world, and it's probably going to be, like, how many dump trucks of money do you want? No worries. I will, I will find a way to make someone else pay for this because you guys fucked up, right? You find a way to, that there's probably some amount of money that hopefully... I don't, I don't even know how much you'd want to pay for that last minute emergency thing. But someone would probably take the take the gig. So I'm going to have to say the worst thing that could happen is the food makes every person sick. Everybody sick is the winner for this event. <laughs> yeah. That was a good one. That was a good one. That was difficult. Difficult. And uh, hopefully none of that stuff happens. Well, I'm glad you had to make, you know, when that's the thing. I, I, I thought if I presented you the worst possible decisions, then maybe, uh, you know, when the good stuff starts to happen, you'll feel a bit better. Yeah. 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 When I get the call in the morning, it's from the venue and they're like, just so you know, our venue is not burnt down. And you go, could you repeat that? Not burnt down. <laughs> okay. Good. You call them the morning of like, hey, I just want to confirm that you guys are still, you're, you guys didn't burn to the ground last night. Yeah, good. Okay, good. And that the caterer is not canceling you, correct? Okay. Have my parents called you at all? Yeah, yeah have, call your parents. Like, hey, you guys are still good, right? Call Shannon's yeah. exes and be like, hey, you're not showing up, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is Cameron LeClaire. This is uh, Cameron LeClaire. Uh, you're not going to show up today, right? Yeah, I just want to make sure you do have plans outside of my wedding. <laughs> Perfect. Outside of my what? No, I was gonna stop in and then I'm, I'm playing around a I'm playing a, I, I, yeah. I'm playing a twilight round after. Yeah, I'm in Woodstock. <laughs> you can go somewhere else. All Wood, right, Woodstock, um, New York. <laughs> yeah, which one? Um, all right, well, let's. We're about an hour into this. I say we play a final game or a, do a recap of Miami Vice. on the beach and it's really hot I think I'm gonna go get a pina colada Miami Vice is a slice of ice My Miami Vice is a slice of ice Wearing cool clothes and smoking cigars Say hello to my little friend Miami Vice is a slice of ice My Miami Vice is a slice of ice Miami Vice, Slice of Ice. Of course, you're talking about the weekly adventures of Sonny Crockett and Ricardo Tubbs as they uh, cruise to take down the Miami drug scene. Now, Cam, I was messaging you last night because we didn't confirm uh, yeah. which episode we were actually doing. Uh, so I hope that you this week watched episode 19, Made for Each Other. Correct. Yeah, and this Fantastic. is the one where it's not about Crockett and Tubbs. It's kind of weird. Um, anyway, we'll kind of dig into this. Also, funny story about last night. You called me at like 9.30 and I was already asleep. Um, yeah, I, I had just gotten back from the gym and I was like, there's no way he's not awake. And it turns out yeah. you weren't awake. I was not awake. And then I woke up. Like I fell asleep on the couch, woke up, went to go to bed. And Darla was in bed. I'm like, okay, that's good. And then my, you know when you wake up and your brain's in a fog? I kept wandering in the house being like, Where's the other dog? I was looking outside. I was looking downstairs. Went back upstairs with my flashlight. Went back downstairs. Went back in the outdoor shed. I'm like, fuck, where the fuck did that dog go? And then it took me a minute to realize I don't have a second dog. And then I went to bed. Wow. Yeah. I had a nightmare last night. Yeah? 
What was it? I don't remember, but I do remember waking up in a, ha, ah! and Jess being like, oh. what? I'm like, I think I had a nightmare. <laughs> then, oh, the worst. Yeah, God, I wish I could remember what it was. I, if, I, if, I, if I was pretentious, I would have written to scribble it down in my dream journal. Pretentious. If I was a little cunt, I would have written it down in my dream journal, but I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> my dream journal. Apparently, that's how you get better at lucid dreaming, though. But do I care about that? I thought I dreaming was the. I thought sleeping was the the part that I'm trying to not focus on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think sleep's important and it's fun to enjoy it more with lucid dreaming. I've only done it once. Yeah. No. Twice that. Now. No. That. No. Cam, you're confusing lucid dreaming for that time you shit the bed. <laughs> <laughs> or last night when I thought I had a second dog. Yeah. Exactly. What the fuck are you doing? Uh, right, yeah, so we, so, yeah, so we have uh, Slice of Ice, episode 19, made for each other. Cam is going to kick it off, and hopefully we can round it out in about five minutes, because I have a lot of notes here, and uh, I'm not sure if you do, Cam. Are I you... a decent amount. I'll make it quick. Uh, we're going to have to try. We're going to have to try. Cam, right. are you ready? Three, two, one... And the episode opens with Crockett and Tubbs working with a counterfeiter, and Crockett is admiring his work with a small microscope. Stan and Zito, the other two beat cops, are talking to Stan's new girlfriend, talking about Stan's new girlfriend, Darlene, who is moving in with him. Zito, who used to date Darlene, has never gotten over a breakup and is not too happy about this. They get the signal to move in for this bust on the counterfeiter, but the counterfeiter turns on the sprinklers full of gasoline and lights a match, sending the warehouse and the counterfeit money up into flames. Crockett and Tubbs shoot their way out of the building and get the counterfeiter, but Zito goes back for the evidence, smoldering, getting a smoldering pile of fake money and injures his fingers in the process. Driving home, they encounter uh, Zito's house is on fire from a gas explosion, leaving him homeless. Darlene moves into Stan's apartment, as does Zito, until he can find a new place to live. Darlene screams at Stan about this, but uh, Zito is still going to stay. Castillo, the OCB boss, asks Stan and Zito to work on John Costolato, uh, uh, who is bringing in stolen goods to transport, working in Miami again. So another criminal. Stan and Zito go to visit Bonzo Barry Gold, the dealer in the audiovisual equipment, uh, to get up, set up a meeting with Costolato, posing as distributors. Before they get there, their cover is blown by a woman who, bust, who they busted in the past for prostitution. They go to see Noogie, a former character that we've met before, to see if uh, they can find Costolato ASAP. Then they find Izzy, another character in this episode, who was caught in the act of breaking and entering and want him to set up to meet with Costolato. So a, lot of, a lot of focus on that. Stan and Darlene, um, back at their apartment, are trying to set up a little bit of bedroom action with a rather bizarre mayor foreplay where uh, Stan is pretending to be a mayor, but Zeno was loudly vacuuming in the other room and that shuts that down. Izzy and Noogie then both break into the apartment uh, loudly uh, and talk to Stan, but they abruptly agree to go set up the meeting with, or go to meet Barry, Bonzo Barry themselves to go make a deal happen. Cam, over to you. Uh, the, um, so, yeah, so the boys are going into, uh, Noogie and Izzy, posing as dealers, and they're, uh, walking up to Bonzo to pros a big buy. They play hard to get, but Bonzo eventually falls for their 200 Infinity Proton Monitors. Not a real thing. Back in the car, Stan is asking Larry about the future. And I, I, I missed that Larry and Darlene used to date, and now Stan's dating, which I think is super weird. On a boat, Castellato is hearing about Noogie and Izzy and their uh, products, and he is also interested. At the station, Larry is talking with his uh, fish while Crockett walks in. Him and Larry talk about how they don't believe Darlene is right for Stan. He just doesn't want to see his friend get hurt. Crockett offers to Larry to spend the night at his place, but he declines. Over at Stan's, uh, we overhear him throwing some hip 
when suddenly he appears to get a little bit soft. He blames the beer, but goddammit, he's stone cold sober. Uh, Darlene throws a lamp across the room as we fade to black. He's just worried about his friend. The next morning, they tell Castillo about their plan, uh, and Castillo doesn't like them using informants for police business. Uh, Noogie and his uh, fiance are talking about where to go for their honeymoon. They want to go to Disney. She wants to go to Disney World. He doesn't before Stan walks in and tells him that they are off the case. After Stan and Larry leave, Noogie and Izzy decide that they want to go into business for themselves. They meet up with Bonzo and tell him they sold the monitors, but they have a cement truck that they will sell. So Bonzo tells Castellato about the truck, and he goes absolutely fucking nuts. He loves the potential what these guys could steal, and he's hoping they could steal him a fire truck that he always wanted. In the cement truck, we see uh, Izzy trying to hotwire the uh, trying to hotwire the truck while Noogie is wearing very fake fingernails. I don't know if you noticed this. They get the truck back up, uh, but accidentally fill some guy's convertible with cement. They knock down some porta potties, break through the gate, and they are off. Larry and Stan catch Bonzo and convince him to turn on Castellato. So the next day, Castellato is playing with the cement truck uh, while they're making the sale, like a kid, literally making vroom vroom noises. That's when Bonzo calls Castellato and tells him that Noogie and Izzy are cops. Meanwhile, Darlene is flirting with some guy on the phone right when Stan walks in uh, and goes in to start throwing some hip. Larry walks in and tells him that Noogie and Izzy are caught by Castellato and they need them. Darlene makes Stan choose between her and her job and got her and or his job and goddammit, he chooses the job. Noogie is being interrogated but isn't giving any info. Larry and Stan, uh, Stan uh, come jump up onto Castellato's boat. We get in a shootout. We find Castellato in handcuffs and Noogie has begun this time. Now it's Noogie's wedding and the gang is all here. Izzy stole a ring from a pawn shop uh, and that is when the Beyonce, nameless, I think, walks down the aisle to an electric guitar solo before stripping the rest of the way, while Nuggie looks like he is literally coming and having a heart stroke at the exact same fucking time. The officiant starts talking, all the boys are there, and that is the end of the episode. Oh, wow. Just did it in time. Even had the timer go off. Sorry about that. Wow. You really uh, cut, cut it close on that one. I know what I'm doing, Cam. I am a seasoned veteran at this. Yeah. Yeah, and she did have a name. It I was for, like yeah, I forget what it is. It was like Abel or like Applebottom or something like that. It wasn't like a real name. <laughs> oh, it was a fake name. It was a stripper. It name. was just um, something like that. Yeah, yeah some bullshit. Mm. Yeah, but we're to focus so much not on uh, the two main characters and rather focus on I don't know maybe, maybe Stan. Not Stan. Sorry, maybe the two main actors were just like I'm busy that day. Can you just do an episode? No, on this TV was great. Cup? I loved this episode. It gave we we always forget we we've never until this episode. I'm always unsure about what Larry and Stan's names are, and now yeah. I'm completely sure who they are and what they do. Uh, and production well, wise, just just so, just so you know, it's. Larry Zito and Stan Sw Swidek? Yeah, something like that. Switech or yeah. something like that. Switech. But yeah. production wise, it also makes a lot of sense, right? Like you have two crews. One crew is filming this episode while the other crew is filming maybe the episode we just watched or next week's episode with Crockett and Tubbs, right? So you kind of like get to uh, get two birds stoned at once, as it were. Get two birds stoned at once. As you do. Shannon's asking for your phone number. I'm not sure why. Oh, I know why. Oh, it's because oh, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna burst down the door at the wedding, <laughs> right in the middle when they say, "Is anybody objecting?" Yeah. Well, I think you're the person asking that. I am. I am. Yeah. I hear like before I say this, I would like to say I don't agree with this. I. 
<laughs> fundamentally kick it. I kick it and then it turns into our first live show the first live show since the fucking uh, the turns into the first live uh, two C's podcast since uh, your 23rd birthday or 25th birthday um, which will be an incredible moment for everybody the live podcast I've, I'm, I'm bringing I'm giving the DJ my audio recorder I'm saying record all this audio it's all good shit it's all yeah. good shit Everything, everything. We'll cut it down later. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, that I don't. I th- should we call it there? We're at one hundred five. I got shit to do. Good episode. Fair. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you, you know, Cam, you've got places to be. Got places to be. To it's Saturday. We got it's uh, Monday in your books, but Saturday in mine. You've um, got shit to do. So let's round up the show the way that we always do, uh, which is by giving you a little plug it or shrug it. Plug it or shrug it. Plug it or plug it, plug it or shrug it, plug it or shrug it, plug it or shrug it. A little plug it or shrug it. Cam, I'm going to give you a plug here. You find yourself uh, trying to find the best deals on groceries with this crazy recession coming, interest rates rising. You know, it feels like a quarter percent every day at this rate. Flip the app that scrolls through all your local flyers uh, where you can just search and say, where can I get ground meat, ground beef today on sale? And it'll tell you, just go to Zares. It's on sale for X amount of dollars. So if you have several grocery stores in your area in a car or just have several grocery stores in your area and can walk, good opportunity uh, to find out the cheapest areas around uh, or when things are on sale. So that's my pro tip for the day. I believe it's a plug, not a pro tip. Whatever, Cam. I feel your pro tip is never forget. Um, and uh, I'm actually going to give you a shrug this week. You know, now that um, school is back in session, of course, everything's just busier on the road now. we got school buses. we got people driving their kids to school. And as a transit taker, uh, you know, obviously the buses and subways are going to be a little more filled. But, folks, I don't know where this got lost in communication. Maybe it's a kids these days thing. Maybe they removed the signage. If you're standing on the bus... And it's pretty full. Take your fucking backpack off and hold it down at your side. I don't know where or when people stopped doing this. I feel like five years ago, it was like pretty much a staple. You take your fucking bag off, you hold it down by your side so people can walk through you. But no, all week, I'm the only person on the bus with their bag hanging down, you know, around their knees or whatever. And then nobody can walk fucking past you. Take off your fucking bag, you dumb piece of fuck fucking piece of shit people are so fucking stupid and i wish that see if i see i wish i was like a superman type of character like invincible and invulnerable not because i want to save the world not because i have a hero complex no but because i want to be able to say whatever i want to people with the confidence of knowing that they cannot hurt me back I want wow. to be able to stand on this. I don't I, see. I would still take the bus. I don't even want to fly home. I still want to take the bus and I want to say, hey, dumb piece of shit. Take your fucking bag off, you dumb fuck. And then when they punch me, their hand breaks because I'm made of steel. Uh, okay. It's easy, right? I, I'm not altruistic. I just want people to be doing the right thing. Okay. I, that's something. Uh, someone's got a little bit of rage against them. Rage, rage against the students. Rage against the, the, the bus people bus people hey i don't blame you man fuck them fuck school kids they're they get they're always on my lawn now too because the bus stops around my lawn wearing way too much cologne drinking smoothies fucking by the way who's wearing cologne i haven't put on deodorant in seven and a half months are you serious and guess what i smell fucking fine i shower i'm not stupid 
You don't put on deodorant anymore? Never. I've heard it works. I never put on deodorant, no. I will put on a, a couple dabs of cologne uh, for on a fancy evening. Yeah. If I'm attending a wedding or something, you know, something uh, akin to that. But no, I don't put on deodorant, no. Yeah, I think it. you have to get over like the two-week cycle of it and then you're good. It's just like growing a beard. Everyone's yeah. deterred from growing a beard because they hit that point where the beard looks scraggly and weird. Just push through that and it's going to look fucking great. Right, just wear a bandana. All right, uh, well, thanks for listening, folks. Cam, wrap this up. You know what to say. Uh, oh, thanks for listening to the podcast. Remember, you can rate, like, subscribe. The show is everywhere. everywhere. We'll be back next week, we'll be back next week. Um, uh, as we count down the days towards Cam's wedding. And never forget, people, it is 36 days to the wedding. Cam thought it was 45, so please don't fuck up the day, Cam. I need you there. My hotel reservation tells me otherwise. <laughs> All right. Peace out. Take care, folks. Continuing tonight on two C's in a pod. 96.7 on your. Two C's in a pod, 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 two C's in a